everyone, and welcome to Dan and Jimbo's Dynamite Recap for Wednesday, June 17th. What's up, everybody? Uh, it was a pretty action-packed night tonight. What did you think of tonight's uh, broadcast, Dan? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it was as good as last week's. So I'd probably give it like a six and a half rather than the seven and a half I gave last week. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it looked it looked like it was going to be a good card, but kind of fell short. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's start with uh, they started off um, with a big match, a tag team title match. Uh, the uh, nightmare, what is it again? Natural nightmares. Natural nightmares <laughs> um, versus Omega and um, God, I forgot his name. Hang on, Page. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I had a brain fart there. Um, yeah, um, I don't know. What did you think of the match? Uh, I don't know. It wasn't much. There was just this one botched spot early on, early on in the match where it looks like Dustin Rhodes got knocked for a loop. Yeah, yeah, he definitely took a knee to the to the forehead that wasn't um, planned. Um, he seemed to be all right, though. He, he pressed on. Yeah. Um, the finish was a little confusing because I thought they were going to do something with Allie and have her, like, interfere and cost them, but she didn't really cost them. Yeah, what they're, what's weird with Allie is they're saying they don't want her around, but then I saw on the bottom of the screen a couple of times during the night, they were showing the results of the dark matches, mm-hmm. and it showed that those two women teamed up together in a tag match. So what mm-hmm. I don't get what they're trying to do. I think they're going off story a little bit. Like, they seem like they want to have some friction between her and Brandy, but then again, you know, she's coming out. Brandy's not really doing anything. Brandy looks a little annoyed when she comes out, I guess. But, like, I don't know. They just seem to be – I don't know if they know what they want to do with that angle. Yeah, I don't know if they're fully confident they want to pull the trigger on that angle yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, of course, uh, QT's girl comes out, um, distracts, you know, kind of what you thought would happen. You know, I didn't know how far they were going to go with it, like we said, but and they didn't go anywhere with it, really, as far as her, you know, her and Brandy, um, you know, uh, feud. Um, I got to say, though, I mean, I've seen QT uh, wrestle probably three or four times now, and I don't like him. <laughs> I know it's just yeah. kind of flat out to say, but, like, he's sloppy. Like I don't know, he's not very good. I just don't. I don't. I don't know if I think of him as sloppy. I just don't really understand what his style is. Hmm. Yeah, he just doesn't stand out. He doesn't like. I don't know. I don't know what the direction they're going. I mean, you know, they turn him full heel and they turn him on, you know, the Nightmare Family and all that stuff, and that might do something for him. Yeah. But right now, like, I just I'm very uninterested in him. Maybe. Therefore, uninterested in that team, and you know. I don't know. They seem to be pushing him on us. They're, they're wrestling again next week. Maybe flesh out his moveset before he turns heel a little bit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he needs, uh, he needs something. I don't know. I just I find him boring. I find him, and I do. I find him sloppy. Like I've seen, I've seen a lot of, I've seen him do a lot of things tonight that, you know, and I, I paid more attention tonight because I'm paying more attention in general, especially since we've been doing these podcasts. And like, yeah, he seems very unsure of himself. You know, which is a bad thing to be when you're a pro wrestler because you're going to hurt somebody, you know. And I know he didn't have this screw up tonight, but, you know, still, I don't know. I think he, I, I don't know. He's got to, he's got to tighten up or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think 
maybe it was actually Dustin Rose was the one that screwed up on that spot because it seems like he ran a little early. Yeah, I don't, it could have been either one of them. I don't know. And it was hard to tell who screwed that up. Um, either he ran in early or um, I don't know who was in the corner. I think it was Omega. Was it Omega? Or Omega didn't jump early enough. I don't know because Omega was trying to jump over him and wound up kneeing him in the, in the uh, forehead. So yeah, it could have been either one of them. And they're both – I mean, both of those guys are really well-experienced. I mean, well, well-experienced, both of them, especially – Especially Dustin, so you know, I, I I think it was just a slip, you know, slip up for a slip up sake. I don't think you know, you know, I think that happens. So I don't think yeah. it's a big deal. It seemed, I'm glad he didn't get injured. So it seemed just like an overall kind of sloppy match. The way even QT Marshall showed the sold the finisher mm-hmm. is weird because he didn't like flop all over the place like normal people do. He just took it and dropped to his knees. Right. Right. Which I don't think is how you're supposed to sell that move. So yeah, average match, average finish. Wasn't really into it a whole lot. Um, some of the wrestling was fine. Some of it was a little bit, like I said, sloppy. So you know, I give it a C or something like that. You know. So what was next? Um. Uh, Anna J versus Abaddon. Abaddon. Abaddon is scary. Yeah. Everybody needs to be scared of Abaddon. Abaddon's um, hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's weird. It could work. I don't know what she's supposed to be. Is she supposed to be a witch or a zombie or a yeah, I ghost? Don't know. I don't know what that character she's supposed to be is. She's just supposed to be scary, I think. Um, I don't know. The match was, you know, she kind of dominated the match. It was it was odd and almost a little refreshing that they um, kind of featured uh, Anna Jay in the beginning of the match, even though they were going to have her pretty much be squashed by Abaddon. Yeah, you know, at least they gave her uh, you know some screen time for when she goes back to uh, wrestling in uh, in you know North Dakota next. <laughs> yeah, well, no, no, they might keep her around. I mean, no, they put that they... much production value into her, they may keep her around. They had the Dark Order come out and help her out. So That's right. That's right. I almost skipped past that. So, yeah, at the end of the match, the Dark Order came out, helped her out, and gave um, uh, gave Cole Cabana, who was sitting at ringside, a contract. So, well, and you found out later in the night that uh, Cole Cabana is going to team up with Brody Lee next week. Oh, he is? I didn't see that. Oh, you didn't see that? No. Yeah, they're saying it was a contract. So, it's Brody Lee and Cole Cabana versus the... Um, Natural nightmares. Oh, I thought. Oh, I must have missed that. Yeah. Um, do we say that Omega and Page won the match? I don't know if we did, but yes, they did. They won the match. They kept the yeah. titles. Um, so they will be facing uh, the winner of the later on match that we'll talk about, uh, the Sex Gods versus the Best Friends. But let's go kind of chronologically here and talk about the next match, which I believe was MJF versus Billy, right? Yeah. Um, Thoughts? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I want to see Billy Gunn wrestle ever again. Yeah. I mean, he can be entertaining. He can be, you know, he still looks good. I know he's, you know, had his problems with steroids and other substances. Yeah. But, um, you know, I mean, he looked okay. You know, um, he played a good foil. Yeah, MJF, I guess. Um, 
this match was really in, like a novelty match. It wasn't yeah. much of a actual wrestling match. Like Billy Gunn was just carrying MJF. Yeah. And you know, at the end, it wound up being excuse me. Wow. Um, at the end, it wound up being um, you know, I mean, MJF pinned him, and you know, it co- pretty clean at the end. I mean, there was you know, there was interference. Um, definitely uh, from. Uh, Wardlow. Everyone, Wardlow and uh, Billy Billy Gunn's kid. Was it Austin? Austin. I don't. She has two. Yeah, so well, two came out with him, but only one stayed at ringside, and I think it was Austin. Um, the other one went back as they got out to the uh, walkway. But um, yeah, I mean, there was interference. You know, obviously Wardlow interfered. Um, MJF at the end of the um, match, I think he won the match pretty much by pulling the ring out and hitting him with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I guess I said a clean victory. Not really, you know. He did hit him with the uh, with the ring, and then uh, basically at the end of the match, after he pinned him, it was all hell broke loose because they started fighting with uh, Jurassic. It's gonna hold Jurassic Express on the on the side there. Yeah, I mean, I'm very excited to see Luchasaurus versus Wardlow next week. Not yeah, they did announce that Luchasaurus versus Wardlow next week. Um, I just like big man matches. Yeah. All right, Vince. They all, no, they always just like it's it's sort of a thing like when there's a big guy you really can't stop and then you put another big guy against him. Mm-hmm. I just find that to be a cool premise. Like, right. Yeah, no, no, I like it most of the time. Um, if it's done right, it's always good. If it's done right, it's interesting. And so I think I think they're starting to distance Wardlow from MJF, mm-hmm. which is a good idea, and it, they should st- start having him wrestle more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably a good idea. So then next we had uh, the uh, TV title um, open. Mm -hmm. And they quote-unquote surprised everyone with Ricky Starks being his opponent. I've been hearing about him all week that they signed him. So, you know, probably wasn't much a surprise to anyone that, you know, reads the the wrestling dirt sheets. Yeah. Um, I had no idea about that. Yeah, I don't know who Ricky Starks is or what his deal is, but he. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people like him. They said he was really good in NWA. Um, he was the TV champion there for a while. Um, they said he's just really talented, and, and you know what? He, he showed it. I think he was really yeah. good in this match. This is match of the night by far, in my yeah, opinion. yeah, definitely. Ricky Starks definitely. He didn't win, obviously. Cody won, but um, Ricky Starks made himself look really good. Yeah. in that match. And, uh, you know, they kept showing Jake Hager backstage watching the match because it's going to be Hager and um, Cody at Fighter Fest. Um, I think he drops the belt to Hager at Fighter Fest. I hope not. I think he does. I don't like Jake Hager. If you look at all of AEW, it's all face champions pretty much. Yeah. I don't don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know. I think. See, think about it. I mean, they gotta get they gotta get a heel as a champion soon. I think they just have to, right? So, um, what is it? The women's championship is uh, who's facing her? Penelope Ford, which I think she's a heel. Uh, I mean, I guess that could work. I think she has a good chance to win. I I just hope he doesn't drop the belt to Hager because I don't like Jake Hager. No. Something about him is just like so boring. Like, yeah. And I mean, he's got that really dry attitude about him most of the time but in ring i do like him in ring i think he's really good 
and I wouldn't. I personally wouldn't mind it, but I, know I you feel, don't feel the same. I feel like Cody has the stamina to put on like really good mat, or at least decent matches every week. I feel like Jake Hager would be the kind of guy where his matches would drag on a little bit. The only thing I think is would be a problem with Cody. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Um, with the only problem with Cody dropping the belt um, in a couple weeks is just just that. I mean, he you know he wouldn't have had the title very long. Um, I think they're trying to set some kind of precedent with him. You know, like every week, you know, he's he's defending the title every week. You know, and if he only does it for like six weeks, let's say, and drops the title. I don't know what you do. What did you really do it for then? You know, what was the whole buildup for that? I mean, potentially just to put more stake in the TNT Championship. Yeah, but then is is Hager going to do that? Is no, in my him? opinion, no. No, no. that's I mean, the that's what I'm saying. Like Cody hasn't had it for very long. The title hasn't existed for very long, and you're going to put it on sort of a dud like Hager already, and. I right. feel like the TNT championship is just. I, mean, I think the little... two problems are dropping it to Hager. I wouldn't mind it, but I think, like I said, the two problems are: I think you don't establish a champion, you don't establish a work ethic uh, for your TV champion. You know, if you only did it for like six weeks or whatever it would be at that point, I think that's a problem. And also, you're probably going to have all of your um, internet trolls screaming about the fact that he's ex WWE again. Yeah, I that every champion they have except for maybe Oh no, we're not really. I mean not every champion. No, just Cody and Moxley. Cody and Moxley. But I, I don't know. I don't have a problem with the X WWE thing as much, but I do I would like them to put one of their major championships on a guy who didn't who's sort of an AEW who where AEW made them sort of like Sammy Guevara mm-hmm. or Kip Sabian or someone like that. Right. Or Darby Allen. But I don't have a problem with the ex-WWE thing. I just think Hager, I don't know what they, I don't even know who they would have him defended against. Like, that's the problem. They don't have that many heels who can, like, or not heels, faces who can credibly challenge for the title right now. Like, right. Who aren't, like, I, I guess they could throw Darby Allen at him. Then who? Like, yeah, they could have point. some non AW guys come in. I mean, it seems like they're going to bring more people in soon. You know, Jericho came out this week and said that they're actually not looking at many of the WWE stars that were released. Yeah. Um, which I don't know how true that is or not. Um, I think, I think if they take anyone, it should be Rusev, but. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't think any of the ex WWE guys necessarily want to go to AEW. Like they don't. Maybe they want to float around on the independents for a little while and gain back their passion for wrestling before they go to AEW. Yeah, that's I mean, at I least think, like, what. The Good uh, Brothers. The Good Brothers would be an interesting fit in the, in the AEW, but I also yeah. think that they're definitely going to New Japan. They're and, New yeah, Japan. That's their home. You know, that's their home way. They might, they might come in for that AEW thing with the TNT Championship just because they know Omega. Mm-hmm. He might be like, hey, you want to come in and do this one thing? Yeah, they might pop in. I could see them popping in at some point. But I also, uh, yeah, I don't think that, um, I'm trying to, who, who else was, who else was released? 
big Zack Ryder. <laughs> Zack Ryder, yeah, well. I hope Zack Ryder becomes AEW champion. I'll be so happy. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I know you like Zack Ryder so much. I, he grew on me. <laughs> um, well, just like our truth Right, right. Um, uh, I, I don't know. Um, this match was really good. I hope Ricky Starks gets to do some stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I could see him mixing it up with Sammy Guevara. I feel mm-hmm. like that would be a good thing. Or maybe MJF. Or, is he a heel? I have no idea. Ricky Star- I don't know what he was in NWA. I don't know how he was presented. But, I mean, he shook, he shook Cody's hand at the end of the match. Yeah. So it makes you think maybe he's a face. Um, his promo, you kind of couldn't tell. You know, he was like... Just like the determined guy, you know, so you couldn't tell if he was trying to act like a heel or a face, but... I mean, off the story he told, that was a very facey story. Like, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I grew up on the streets. I was I, living I had, in my car. I had no money. I slept in my car. You know, I, sh- I scratched in everything to get to where I am. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that is a face kind of story. Well, but um, What time are we at? Just so it doesn't cut off in the middle of a... I'm keeping an eye on it. Don't worry. Sentence. All right. Um... So, uh, the next match was, I believe, the Young Bucks versus the Super Bad Spot, right? Yeah. I didn't like Kip Sabian at first, but he's also growing on. He's growing on a lot of people. He gets a lot of internet talk, too. He, a lot of people like him. A lot of people think he should do more. Yeah. He should, like, I don't know. I mean, I think Jimmy Havoc's good, too. Yeah. But, um... I've seen... There's... Jimmy Havoc didn't have to grow on me, because I've seen Jimmy Havoc before AEW, and I liked him. Where was he? I was just like a there was a British wrestling promotion called Defiant, and I watched him on there, and it, he was good. And he was also in um, I forget the name of it. It was another British promotion, but oh. I don't remember the name of it. I watched him. They're like both free on YouTube, and I watched him on those things, and he was very good on both of them. So yeah. he didn't really have to grow on me. I wish they would give him a singles push, right? But. I wish the same for Kip Sabian, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, but they're good as a tag team. I mean, the action between them and the Bucks was really good, I thought. Like, it was a very fast pace, like, kept your, um, you know, it kept your attention really well. You know, and then they had the whole thing where Butcher and the Blade came out, and FTR came out, and it became a whole thing. I, I hate to say it, it seemed a bit Russo-ish. I mean, because oh, FTR oh, came out and Butcher and the Blade came out and they mm-hmm. hit him with the wet floor sign like 6,000 times. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's a shame. Because, I mean, I think they let the match go by itself for long enough where you saw that it was a good tag team. It had good tag team action. Yeah. It was a good match. You know, they brought they didn't bring in Butcher and the Blade and FTR until towards the end. Uh, well, I mean, you know, maybe three quarters of the way through because yeah. both tag teams sat at ringside with um, – you know, watching for the whole rest of the match. Um, but, um, yeah. So, good match. I I really thought they said it was going to be FTR versus the Natural Nightmares. Uh, no. No, next. that's next week. Wait, what? That's next week. FTR versus the Natural Nightmares? Yeah. I thought you said it was going to be Brody Lee and Cole Cabana versus Oh, wait, yeah, Nightmares. it is. Oh, okay, I don't know. I no, FTR is facing someone next week, though. Maybe I got it mixed up. I, I should have no wrote idea. it down. Uh-huh. Yeah. I didn't write it down. But um, anyway, we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find <laughs> out. Um, what was next? 
Like, well, the next That's was, the main event, yeah. Next was the main event. The Sex Gods versus Best Friends. Um, I like this match. I think, I don't know, Jericho's talented, Guevara's talented. The Best Friends are pretty good. So I was expecting this one to be pretty good. Not It wasn't as good as Sparks versus Cody, mm-hmm. but Starks? Starks. Starks. Yeah. Um, but it was still good. Um, yeah, it stayed interesting. Uh, you know, there was there was heel heat when he was using the bat outside the ring. Jericho was using the bat outside the ring. Yeah. Um, Jericho gets winded so fast now. Uh, it's, it's really weird to see because he used to have such good stamina. But, uh, you know, hey, you get old, you put on a couple pounds, you know. I mean, I, I don't have anything against him for getting winded quickly. He's been doing this nonstop yeah. for 30 years. So. Yeah. No, and, and he's still he's still entertaining. He's still funny. He's still he still can hang in the ring. So I, I give it I give him a lot. That's and, I, and and Sammy Sammy's super young. He could do a lot of the work, so you don't really have to worry about the in ring work as yeah. much. You know. That's what annoys me about people like poking at him online. Like, oh, he gets winded so quickly, and I just think like you do this for thirty years nonstop. And yeah, yeah. That's why I wasn't quick I wasn't even saying like I don't like it. I just was pointing it out. Uh, and then it just seemed like it seemed like he was more this week than other weeks, and I don't know why. Mm, yeah, but I don't know. I could be wrong about that. Maybe I just I just noticed it more. Who knows? But um, so yeah. So to wrap it up, um, uh, yeah, Orange Cassidy was on the outside dressed as a cameraman. Oh yeah, that's right. And he tripped yeah. uh, Sammy, and then was it yeah. So Trent? best friends won, and they're going to keep their tight number one contenders ship. Because, yeah, there was a cameraman outside that all of a sudden reached his arm out and tripped Sammy Guerrero as he was about to perform one of his finishers. And uh, he helped uh, Best Friends win. Yeah, I kind of noticed it early on. Like, that cameraman is suspicious. Yeah, oh, you noticed it why is he walk- Why is he walking so close to the ring? Ah. And why is he not pointing the camera at the ring? Yeah, I didn't notice it till afterwards. And then that same cameraman... Excuse me. Um, that same cameraman all of a sudden walks up on the stage, and you're like, yeah, oh, okay. he puts it's down the his camera. Someone else. And then it's Orange Cassidy. Down. Yeah. So yeah, Orange Cassidy came out. Um, you know, really gave it to Jericho. Actually, they, you know, even announcers were like, "Wow, you never see him this angry. You never see him this emotional because he jumped on Jericho and just pounded on him." Um, I mean, yeah, and they said um, they announced the two matches tonight. Uh, Hikaru Shida versus Penelope Ford and Orange Cassidy versus Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'm as excited for Jericho versus Cassidy as I am interested mm-hmm. in what's going to happen in it. I think they're both good entertainers, and it'll be an interesting and fun match. You know, how great of a wrestling match it is, I don't know. But um, I think it'll be an interesting and fun match to watch and to hear. You know, so that's that might be good enough. That might be good enough for those two. You never know. Yeah. And um, yeah, we're getting Wardlow versus uh, Luchasaurus. So a lot of interesting stuff coming up for AEW. So yeah, so you said give it a six point five out of ten. This yeah, week? not Back as excited, bit. but I'm I'm excited for next week because I think there are some matches on that show. Whether the Natural Nightmares are facing Colt Cabana and Brody Lee or FTR. I'm mm-hmm. excited for either one of those combinations. Right. And Luchasaurus versus Wardlow. Mm-hmm. And to see who Cody faces for the TNT title next week. Yeah, they didn't make any official announcements on who, so I guess it's uh, 
Maybe it'll be another surprise person. Maybe it'll be, uh, you know, one of their regulars. We'll have to, we'll have to see you find out. So that's it for tonight. Um, I hope you all enjoyed Dynamite tonight. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And we'll see. We'll talk to you next week, same time, same day, after Dynamite. See you later.